have to be honest with you. I listened to a podcast with you and Mr. Robert Hess, and it was maybe the best podcast I ever listened to in my entire life. <laughs> First of all, I feel like we should start this week with an apology. We missed last week really with no it, – it's like our listeners couldn't even see it coming. Like we – like we blindsided them very much similar to Marvel's release of the Endgame trailer. We we didn't see it coming. True. They didn't see it coming. So our listeners deserve a big apology. I clearly, you know, set a massive jinx like, you know, cosmic, you know, I don't know. It's a chain of protons and, you know, minotrons and minions and Marvel movies running in the universe jinxing things because I said – uh, we had never missed a podcast before, and now we've missed like two in the last month. So, it's very true. You, you, you kind of, we had it coming. Let's be honest. After <laughs> you put that out into the ethos, it was going to happen. And then, you know, I, I like to think of it the opposite way, which is that the podcast that you and Robert Hested was just so good that our listeners could enjoy it again a second week. They could right. just listen to that For again two weeks in a row, and it's pure. Pure gold, pure yeah. gold. I should have just re-released it and called it episode whatever this one is, and then boom, it's like so good. Just listen to it again. <laughs> well, speaking of that, that's what Deadpool's doing right now, right? You've seen this where Deadpool is is re-releasing Deadpool two with a PG thirteen version, so the uh, the rated R action being taken out, but they're going to dance the line as much as possible. And I actually heard an interview with the guy. He's one of the main writers. His name is Reese something, but he he lives in uh, Scottsdale and he's a huge Phoenix Suns fan. So he was on some local sports radio talking about the relaunch. And there's this hilarious trailer with obviously Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds reading a story to Fred Savage, you know, a take from uh, Princess Bride. So if you haven't seen that, you have to check it out. But anyway, so speaking of just re-releasing the same old information, but making more money off of viewers okay that's what they're doing we're not making any money but we could have just re-released mine and robert's podcast last week you're right that's true. how did you enjoy your time together with robert Hess in a different setting it was it was i enjoyed the book i'm glad you liked it i mean i hope you're not just teasing obviously you're a bit biased because you know you're supposed to like our podcast i guess but hopefully i mean I, what, what were your thoughts I, I i really enjoyed the opportunity to kind of let my hair down let my hair did and just kind of just say and, you know, we, we, we get some perspective, we get some 2020, we get to look back and kind of talk a little bit more. Like, as I said, it's off the record, even though I think, you know, it's not like we were not saying the truth at any moment, but just sort of like kind of saying, hey, you know, here's what happened. Here's what we think is going on with the state of chess. Here's why we think Magnus is good for the game. And, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, what, were, what were your thoughts? What, what was your what were your biggest takeaways from it? Well, I watched a lot of the World Chess Championship and I watched a lot of you two commentating on it and you had some serious faces on, you know, you were, you were in pro mode, you mm -hmm. were in it to win it and mm -hmm. to, uh, it was a big event. We talked about, you know, some of the stuff that I thought as I was watching some of the early coverage and as it went further on, it got more intense and you had to somehow make these really long chess games extremely entertaining mm -hmm. uh, and insightful, uh, especially when Nakamura wasn't on. You you had to, you two had some, somehow, somehow had to hold it down. Nakamura by himself, he can just handle it by himself, let's yeah. be honest. Yep. Uh, but what I enjoyed about the podcast is that it was the other side. It was truly the... Um, it was almost the behind the scenes in the way, which I, which I appreciated because... There's a lot of things that are happening. You have a lot of different thoughts. Not that you can't say them on air, but you're literally commentating this thing live. So it was 
to me, it was a, a space where you two could decompress a little bit. Yeah. Talk about different topics that maybe had been brewing in your mind now that everything was over and kind of release that out into the wild. And you have great chemistry. Uh, I assume that you were both in the same room and were looking at each other. It Indeed. flowed very well. Um, I, I would listen to that. I would listen to that. Yeah, I, you know, I appreciate that. You know, it was fun. We missed you. I missed you. You were traveling. Um, I mean, you can tell people where you mm-hmm. went. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed your vacay and, and now you're back at it. So last week was my fault, everyone, that we weren't able to quite get a time. But in, in fairness, James and I have both, you, you know how you have those times where you just feel kind of crazy and busy and then you try to like remind yourself of like, the Zen, like the Buddhist teaching look like life is always going to be crazy. It's your job to center yourself and ground yourself regardless of what's going on. But then you're like, no, actually things are legit bananas right now. (laughs) And like, I'm not crazy. And this is like, (laughs) like, so during this time, the world championship, I moved into a new house. I had the world championship. Then we moved our office into a new studio, which anybody who's um, kind of followed that, you know, there's been some different tweets about it, different stuff from our producer who moved to town. So I'm helping like my new producer get settled. He goes right into the world championship. Then we're moving offices. I'm moving a house. I, I things have just, and then we're preparing for the holidays. Things have legit been crazy. So we had good excuse for missing last week. And, and as, as I just said, James was gone, but I'll let him tell his version of how his, his last week or two have gone. I like to think that it was equal opportunity mess up on both ends. I did a, I did a poor, and you know, you kept trying to take the blame in our text message conversation. I was like, no, Danny, like I could have scheduled better. I could have made time. I could have made it work. You Robin Williams me. You pulled me in for a hug with Goodwill Hunting and you said, Will, it's not your fault. So you you did. You Robin Williams me via text. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And, and you know, and I think it was the same thing as we had a lot of crazy things going on and no excuse. We should have gotten it done. We should have made it happen. I mean, we've recorded podcasts with you on a boat. Um, so uh, it is what it is. But we're back. We're back at it. I'm not traveling the rest of the week. I'm done with travel, Danny. Done. Nice. Done. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Although we did just book a trip to <laughs> go to uh, that's so funny. Although Singapore. we did just book a trip to leave tomorrow to Singapore. So <laughs> awkward. Whoa. Oh, man. Well, you know, H and I, we we can't pass up a good deal. We got round trip tickets to go uh, fly into Singapore and then out of Ho Chi Minh City for $750 do, round trip. Do you get, are, are you crossing the line now where you've got this like status where you've got like you know, but you've traveled a lot of Southwest in the country or in the U.S., right? So you don't have that like crazy status where you get like first class or business class like guaranteed for the next year. Because there, there are some chess professionals. There's some funny stories with this. I don't know if you ever had this in your world, but there are stories of chess professionals who travel so much that like you get to the end of the year and you're like one global trip away from reaching this. I don't even know what it's <laughs> called. It's like like I'm not even privy to the information. Uh, maybe like James Bond, like whispers in your ear a pass. I don't know what happens at this point, but it's like diamond platinum global trotter status. And mm-hmm. it basically gets you business class upgrades for all flights, just like for free for the whole next year. And um, yeah, I'm not at, I'm not at that level. I'm not okay. at that level. But, but the funny stories are that people have done it's very no, very well known that basically a trip from the East Coast, like either New York or Charlotte or Orlando to Dubai and back, 
like like is is like the right amount of miles to like hit this like sort of like status for a lot of these US guys. So there's stories of Hikaru two years in a row hopping on a flight literally the day after Christmas to fly to Dubai and then back like right before New Year's. Yes. Um so yes. have you heard of this these yes, things? I've, I've done this. I've done this. I've done this last year. Um I booked I, I so it was it was really weird because we were booking all these flights home. I, I didn't do something quite like that, but a little bit. So last year we went home for Christmas and I was just a few thousand miles on Alaska away from their top tier 75k gold, which does give you a lot of nice perks, nothing guaranteed, but a lot of nice perks and a lot of extra bonus miles. Uh, and I was like, I've never been this close before. I have to get it, right? right. And what we did is, so instead instead of going direct over to Ohio, I said, well, let's make a pit stop really quick in Las Vegas and just spend a night in Vegas for fun. <laughs> and then from Vegas, go back to Cleveland. Um, and then on the way home, we'll go out of Minneapolis. And then instead of using points, um, which we, we like, we could use points, but I was like, just to guarantee it, we're coming back on like the 30th. I'm just going to spend the extra money for my flight. I'll use points for your flight, Heather, but I will buy my own ticket to ensure that I get it. So it was one of these weird things. Like we not only went out of the, our way, but then I I did buy my own ticket instead of using points. So like hers were paid in points the entire way. But if you use points, you don't get miles. You didn't want there to be some sort of fine print. You don't want the fine print to be like, and if you don't buy the last ticket on December 30th, right? <laughs> you have to make sure exactly. you're paying all the money possible. So there's no excuses for them. Cool. All yeah. right. So you have, so, so you have done this. Yeah. So, well, I know something else you've done and we've just been sort of dancing around this because I, I just made you do it, but you have watched the Marvel's Avengers Endgame trailer. You have it fresh in your head, your mm-hmm. thoughts, Marvel Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame trailer. I took some notes okay. and the first note that I, I had was, why is Tony Stark flying around in space, abandoned in space? Why is Tony Stark up there? Right. I don't know. Do we know? I, we can't answer. Well, okay, here's what we don't know. We don't know why he's not joined by uh, Gamora's sister. Um, sorry, what's her name? Uh, the blue girl. Gamora's sister. Gamora got thrown off a cliff. By the way, uh, spoiler alert from here on out if you haven't seen Infinity War. Nebula. Um, Nebula. So, so Nebula um, was with Tony. They were they were the only two people that did not uh, disintegrate via via the the epic snap of Thanos, who were on Titan, right? So they were trapped on Titan, Thanos' yeah. home planet, with Spider Man, with these others. So what we really don't know is where's Nebula, right? Mm. Um, we we do see her later so, in the trailer. We do see her later in the trailer, exactly. Though. So, yeah, yeah. The first thing is I didn't know why Tony Stark was all around. And I said, where's my Ant-Man? Because the most important thing out of everything and when I saw Ant-Man versus the Wasp uh, was the end, the end scene. And these are all spoiler alerts. Just go see these. Go give Marvel all of your money. Just whatever. At the end of that, it was they they tied the two movies together, which was cool. So I'm glad that they brought that back together. Um, Yeah, I'm very intrigued. I mean, they have to bring everyone back. So, um. The trailer was good. Nothing revolutionary to me. Uh, I like that Captain America was all like, I'm going to just do it. Like, we're going to get this done. I'm Captain America, uh-huh. whatever, you yeah. know, but yep. seemed cool, you know, seemed good. Yeah. It looked like a Marvel movie. 
Yeah, the, the biggest thing was Jeremy Renner's appearance as the now alter ego known as Ronin, where he kind of like wipes the sword after killing somebody, which looks to be in a pretty ruthless, cold-blooded manner. You know, so like he's not just Hawkeye anymore. Now he's Ronin. And, you know, a lot of the assumptions seem to be pretty logical jumps that probably his family disintegrated in Thanos' snap. So he's mm. he's kind of a crazy man now, crazy wild man. So Jeremy Renner's back. That was that was a big one. And then there's just the overarching, continuously suggestive storyline of how they're going to undo the snap. I think a lot of the assumption is that they're not that there's going to be a decent amount taking place in the current timeline, but that there's some way they have some sort of plan via the quantum realm or something to potentially undo the damage done, which in my, okay, I'm just going to give my, as as heartbroken as I am about what happened when Thanos killed everybody um, with the snap and committed mass, you know, universal genocide. um, The, I'm glad this is going to be – I've said on the record on this podcast many times that Marvel, you have fooled me 17 times now through 17 movies. This will be <laughs> my last ride. This will be my last movie because I have a feeling that it. either A, either a, all the rumors are wrong and they're not going to be doing time traveling to undo the storyline. They're actually going to go with it and, something's, and then it's going to end by them getting rid of Thanos and the world's heartbroken but we rebuild. Or they're going to undo a lot of stuff, which everyone knows what happened to heroes. Everyone knows what happens when you start time traveling and you undo the heartache of like a lost character. You basically start toying with your viewers enough that you're, you're effectively jumping superhero shark. When you start time traveling and undoing things and bringing people back from the dead, you're effectively jumping superhero shark. And I'm actually curious if any listeners here disagree with me. I would love to read comments about it because I'm basically already upset. Because I'm heartbroken about what happened, and now you're going to undo it. And what, like, what, what am I, a toy to you? Like, who am I to you, Marvel? Right? And yeah, I want everyone to come back to life. I miss Chris Pratt too. Okay, he disintegrated. <laughs> we with all the snap, do. But we all, look, we do. all. Okay, we I, all you know, do. we all want, we all want a little more Chris Pratt in our life. But look, it's a movie, and you're committing to like a tragedy of like this villain, and I just. Uh, so unless it's done in a really creative way, in a way that doesn't make me feel like X, I mean X Men time travel storyline to the point where people started throwing up at the end of the movies, they were so dizzy. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, where are we going with this? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, there one the one thing of intrigue that I didn't get to see in the trailer, which we had commented on Captain Marvel. Now that movie's coming out in March. This Avengers movie is coming out in April. I didn't see, unless I missed it, correct me, I didn't see any crossover in this trailer, but there has to be crossover or else why is that movie coming out before this one? Both for show. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, obviously there will be another trailer. The truth is there'll probably be two more trailers. What do they normally do in these cases? There'll be a a Super Bowl TV spot, which will probably Mm -hmm. be the next trailer if we have to just, you know, evaluate based on what we know about the corporate world we live in. There'll There'll be a Super Bowl TV spot and then there'll be a second trailer. There'll be something, you know, I don't know, March, April, you know, late March. But um, so who knows? And I'm sure I'm sure Captain Marvel is a part of that. And uh, maybe maybe I'll be wrong and and not I won't see this as like a huge bandaid and just the reason why this is the last of the generation I'm committed to. But maybe I won't be wrong. I'll tell you what I'll tell you who's not wrong. You, Mr. Montemagno, you had me watch the Godzilla trailer and King of the Monsters. 
yeah, so monsters. Uh, you get to go first again before I just like obviously play mm. negative Nancy all day. So what, what was your thoughts? Now, I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I don't know if you know yeah. uh, that about yeah. me. I love the Godzilla. <laughs> I think it's a epic coming of age tale that we all go through together. <laughs> of a giant lizard who comes of age and learns that there's what destruction he's capable of. Like, oh, is he bad? Is he good? He's Godzilla. That's who he is. He is Godzilla, people. Um, and, you know, I like the old movies quite a bit, and they rebooted it many a times. The reboot for Shin Godzilla two years ago, which was just Godzilla, was was very good in, in, my, in my mind. It wasn't perfect, and I'm glad that they're continuing in this. So this is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So this is basically a reboot, right? Um, and... What is great about this, I think they brought in some really great A talent, which is a little bit of what the last Godzilla was missing a little bit. There was great talent, but missing a little bit in there. One one young lady, one young lady in particular. Yes. Um, we all know that your daughter has joined the cast. That's right. Uh, Eleven uh, from <laughs> from uh, Stranger Things. From Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. No, I, I like how we're not clarifying that. I want people to actually think Eleven is my daughter from Stranger Things. Yes. So let's just keep rolling. Yes, yeah, so she's British at heart. And uh, so so she is one of the main characters. Also, the one dude from Silicon Valley and the Verizon commercials in there. I forget his name. Uh, seems cool. But the what I like about this is as time progresses, the CG and the world that they're creating around Godzilla seems to progress and I'm really impressed that there seems to be a story here and that the epic battles, if the king of the monsters, like this is like all the monsters coming out, like the monsters in this movie look epic. So I'm pretty yeah. freaking stoked about it. How about you? Okay. So I, I love that. And I love your enthusiasm. I'm obviously super proud of my daughter for being in this movie. Don't get <laughs> me wrong. I actually had a little bit of your initial reaction to Aquaman with this one. And I, I clearly need to watch it again. Your initial reaction to Aquaman was like, uh, like the underwater city just seems like so CGI, like so over the top, right? I don't know. I looked at it as like, yeah, it's a reboot and they're doing these Titans thing. And it could be that my boys have destroyed my ability to appreciate a good monster movie by force feeding me Pacific Rim over and over again if if you're a dad out there who's also been forced to watch such a horrible monster film you just threw up in the back of your throat along with me so <laughs> we're together but so pacific rim is essentially titans versus titans it's monsters from different universes but i mean there's literally one that is exactly like godzilla so i i have a little bit more of that like i've been kind of od'd on this i'm a little bit desensitized you know um so I, I appreciate that I need to watch it again. And I also will admit that I you asked me, and I didn't fully answer you because I was afraid to admit, but you asked me if I had seen the first Godzilla. And I said, yes, right? My tone went up as I went because I did watch it. But then I remember now that I fell asleep 45 minutes in on my wife while she was watching it, like sleeping. So I just kind of fell asleep on her. Sometimes I turn her into a pillow if I'm into a movie that I'm not really into, but I don't, if you get close enough to your wife when you're sleeping, it's awkward for her eyes to see your eyes. So she doesn't know that you're sleeping. It's a pro tip, right? And they'll do the same to you. Like if you nuzzle in in the right spot, like the head can't look down in the shoulder and be like, oh, Danny's been asleep for an hour and a half. So that's what actually happened. I, I have I need to go see the first Godzilla. Maybe then I'll appreciate what's happening here. 
This is a good pro tip. I I like that a lot uh, because <laughs> I have definitely run into that scenario where um, I, I don't want to say that maybe I've fallen asleep um, on mm-hmm. the couch many a times during a movie, but this is definitely a, a good pro tip uh, because I have definitely done this before and I get caught every time. That That's my problem. Yeah. I no, just so get, you got to get close get enough. Caught. Get close enough. Yep. Yeah. Um, that is my... That is my key issue at hand. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I just look forward to it. I will also say that I'm, now I have the big holiday coming up. I don't know if you have holiday plans, but on my holiday agenda, since I'm not traveling anywhere, is to go see Aquaman. It is in the Cinerama, my favorite place to go see movies. And uh, I, I'm actually a little stoked for it because I remember the first time I saw it and I was like you too. I was like, I don't know, this thing, that thing. And then, but like now I'm all in. Like I just... Mm-hmm. For some reason, the dude—I forget the dude's name—but like he's pretty cool, and I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, it, the guy that so. plays Aquaman. Yeah, I'm into it. I yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited for Aquaman too. I'm a little bit DC'd. I'm, I'm DC cynical, you know. I I know mm-hmm. I was I was sort of harping on my harping on my frustration with is Marvel going to jump the time travel completely rewrite a storyline shark? I don't know, but. Okay, I, I've obviously been much more of a Marvel guy overall, and uh, you know, some of us are still mo- emotionally scarred from the announcement of Ben Affleck being Batman. Some of us have let it go. I'm not going to say who they are, but you know, some of us. So, um, you know, I don't know. So we'll see. But I am excited for Aquaman because he himself looks like a pretty ba Aquaman. You know, um, mm-hmm. I do love a good family feud. You know, I feel like it brings me back close to home. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited for this. You know, this is going to be a great little family feud, you know, over the world, the world of water. Um, so, so, so I'm, I'm sign me up and, and I don't have chocolate popcorn to look forward to, but there is this new movie theater that's got like an open bar where, Ooh. which is smart because I think people are hesitant to pay for drinks mid movie. But if you just pay extra on top and they've like clearly done the math on how many drinks could one dude put away during a two hour film. Okay. First of all, I can, I can push that limit, mm-hmm. but if you can just pay a fee and have an open bar, like I'm a lot more into that idea. I like that. There's a, there is one here where you can pre-order your drink ahead of time and then they bring it out to you. And that's pretty ideal because uh, I don't want to get up. I don't want to have to do anything. I don't want to mid order, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, you, if I can just be like, I would like three drinks and, and you space that out based on the knowledge of how my drink consumption, let's do a little machine learning and AI right. inside of here where we can, we can scope this out. Right. And then make that happen. Right. That that's definitely what I'm into is basically yeah. that. So that is yeah. the next thing AI to help kind of like deliver drinks at an appropriate, but not irresponsible rate um, exactly. to ensure a good time, but not a bad time. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm about to bust out into some sort of like TI song or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, you know, I, I don't have uh, much plans for the holidays. Either I'm staying home. I'm actually really secretly looking forward to just some alone time like with the fam mm-hmm. i've had so many visitors had robert we've had people here to help the new studio i've actually got john and louisa here right now uh that's john urschel and uh, his his lovely wife louisa thomas the writer who by the way her her story about the world championship for the new yorker i should link that here for you 
was like trending as the number one article in the New Yorker for like the entire week after the world championship. Like even her web editor was like, I have no idea why this article is doing so well. Um, I read an article today that was like the world of chess is being turned upside down and is in a, it's like a brand new world for chess. Basically I was reading this thing. It was talking about the the, the one on the ringer. It was on the ringer. Yeah. That was the article I was reading. Yeah. It's very long, very long, but we'll, we'll link it here in the notes for people that want to check it out. Yeah. Super awesome. I mean, you guys are crushing it over there. Just saying, just doing good things, keeping the world turning. So, but like I said, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the, to the old R and R. I really am like, I'm just going to like, I'm going to tuck myself in. Like I'm going to play some seven wonders with the kids. You played seven Mm -hmm. wonders yet? I have not, but we don't own it, but I know of it. Yes. I don't, I don't Um, have it. No. Seven wonders is pretty cool. It, it's becoming a bit of an obsession in our house. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of different variations of, of possible winning strategies, which I think is what you need for a game to be, you know, really unique. Um, we've also been playing this recent game called Sushi Go, kind of a very simple oh, card game, but also love Sushi Go, so good. Okay, yeah. So Big that's fan. just me sharing what's going on in the world of uh, family time, family game time. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just I'm just home, man. I'm just gonna you know buckle up with the four kids and try to lock the door early, you know, no unexpected visitors, and just you know settle in for a good old fashioned family fun board game where I try to destroy my children. So, so I'm looking forward to. If you could pair that, if you compare that old fashioned family fun with an old fashioned, then you've really oh outdone my yourself. God, now you're talking. Yeah, you're welcome. You're talking. So when are you're we gonna welcome. see each other again? By the by. When are um, we gonna see each other again sooner than later? When see you again? again? Wait, isn't that a... That's like a Casey and JoJo song, like... Should be, you know. it's not. Yeah, should be. Um, um, I don't know. I want to make a trip, although we did just plan multiple trips. But I think February, we're trying to plan a trip perhaps down to the... The old Phoenix the, area? To the old Phoenix. To the, the old, old the Phoenix old area. Grounds. The old stomping grounds. Old yeah, I think. wooden ship. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> exactly. I love you, buddy. Right. I mean, yeah. give H give H low a big um, like pound it. Like, because you probably don't pound it that often. Like, you don't yeah. like you know fist bump. So like, she'll be like, oh, that's weird. Be like, oh yeah, that was from Danny. Sorry. That way, you know, it's unique. I'll do that. I'm in. I'm going to do that. I'll report back next yeah. week because we will totally have one next week we totally promise totally promise totally totally don't let me down all right i love you buddy we won't talk to you next week love you too